This is Tania, and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. I started this podcast to create a space where I can speak with intention and walk in my purpose. I hope that listeners resonate with something I say and are encouraged to also live purposefully. Welcome back to another episode of Nia on Purpose. This is your host, Tania. On this episode of Nia on Purpose, I am inspired by a lot of things that have kind of been happening in the last couple of days. It was recently just National Twin Day, and me and my mom had a conversation. She randomly called me the other day, and she was listening to the radio and ran the alarm by Beyonce came on. I don't remember what the situation was, like, to a T, but I remember when we were younger, my sister was, like, in our room, and she was listening to Ring the Alarm by Beyonce, and she was, like, screaming that song, like, like, really into it the way Beyonce is in that video, and me and my mom kind of, like, just walked in on her, and she was just into it so hardcore, and so from then on, Every time I heard ring the, ring the alarm, we'd be like, this is your song. This is your song. You hear it? You going to sing it? <laughs> and so that was just like a running joke that we had like growing up. And she said that my mom, again, my mom was listening to the radio and she said that that song came on and she just thought about Denise and, you know, it kind of made her sad at first. But then she thought, no, like Denise would want me to be screaming the song. Like she'd want me to be happy and enjoy this moment. So that happened. Again, National Twins Day, and then I watched, I was on YouTube, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, I was watching Jubilee, and it is just a channel that does, like, just a a bunch of various different think pieces and things like that to get conversations started amongst, like, friends, families, whatever the case may be. The episode was specifically about the last messages sent to a lost loved one. And, of course, I was like, I've got to watch this. I really want to know, like, what what's this all about? And, I don't know, it was very thought-provoking. And I was like, well, now I kind of want to go back and look at me and my sister's old messages. And I honestly have looked back at these a thousand times. Snapchat conversations, Twitter, DMs, text messages, all those things. But I wanted to do it again nonetheless. And so the first thing I did was go to Snapchat. Because for some reason, I don't know why, but we used to talk through Snapchat all the time. And I was sad to notice that all of our Snapchat conversations have been, like, deleted. And so I think probably the last time I looked at them was probably sometime in 2021, to be honest. So it's been a minute. And so I was really sad to see that all of those messages were gone. But it was odd because all of the attachments from those messages from those messages so like any pictures we sent to each other any screenshots those were all still there which I thought was weird but you know it is what it is and then I also like I said went through like old twitter dms and we actually did not talk on instagram at all like we didn't even have a thread on instagram and then facebook I mean I get facebook memories all the time because I think that was really the first social platform we were allowed to have And then I went and grabbed her old phone. It's like an old iPhone, like, I don't even know what phone this is. It's so tiny. It has a home button still. 
It is so little. It's like the size of my hand. At one point, I think I broke my phone, so I had to use her phone for like a day and a half until I could like go buy another one. And so it was weird opening up this phone and seeing like some of my messages from like, like way after she passed away. This had to be like 2021. Then like if you scroll down, like there's a significant jump in time from like August 2021 to May 6th, 2017. But yeah, so I went through our messages and looked at the last messages that we have between each other. A thing that I thought about while while reading these messages was that I forgot how much or how dependent we were on each other. At some point, like, I think that she was just, like, not feeling it that day or she wasn't feeling too well. She didn't really want to get out the house. So she had texted me and said, hey, can you get me some chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A? And I said, I made sloppy joe last night if you want that instead. And she was like, nah, it's going to make my stomach hurt. I ended up saying, like, something else. Like, the, the subject was changing. And she was like, so you're going to give me Chick-fil-A? And then I told her, like, oh, I'm sorry. I gave my card to so-and-so. Apparently, I used to let people borrow my card, which is crazy as heck. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I don't. I not that I didn't realize I guess I just forgot like what the relationship was really like this semester she passed away we lived together but before then we didn't live together because I was an RA and I was assigned a different housing assignment than where she was and it was just crazy like how we used to check in on each other make sure the other was feeling okay make sure the other person was going to class meet up for coffee and those donut holes those blueberry ones from Dunkin Donuts it's just so many memories. It's so nice. This this brought back a lot of memories that I maybe, I don't want to say I forgot. Maybe repressed. I don't know. But um, we pretty much texted every day unless like obviously like we were in person on April 28th, 2017, which is the day before our birthday. <laughs> this is our 20th birthday. She texted me and said, where are you? I said, I'm at Buster's. Buster's is like the liquor store that's like right by campus. Am I incriminating myself right now? I don't know. But yeah, so I was getting alcohol for our birthday. And then I told her I was on my way back. And then she told me to put um, Hip Hopper. <laughs> this song. I can't even think about who that's by right now. But she wanted me to add that to our our music playlist for our birthday party. And then... This is like a little conversations about like plans for the birthday and things like that. So we texted again like on the 29th, which was our birthday. And I guess I was getting ready for our birthday party. And she had sometime in between like, I'm going to say 8.30 p.m. on April 28th and noon on April 29th, which is our birthday. Sometime in between those times, she decided that she was no longer going to our birthday party. Because I noticed my attitude changed a little bit when she was asking me questions. The next time we talked, like text, was May 2nd. Which was after she already went to the hospital. She went to the hospital, if I'm not mistaken, on the 30th. And so the 30th of April and then the 1st of May, we didn't chat like via text message. But she was also in the hospital and I was also doing exams. So I probably was just going back and forth to see her and doing exams and she was probably asleep a lot 
during that time. But she texted me on the 2nd. We texted a little bit then. I asked her how she was doing. And then she said they had to put this huge face mask on me. And I said, why? And she said, my oxygen levels were so bad. I asked her how she was feeling. She said she had a couple panic attacks. But she was doing okay. I asked about our parents. And then she said that they were sleeping, that she would probably try to sleep too. And then I said, I'm glad you're doing okay. Text me if you need me. We said our good nights. And then the next day, she texted me and asked me what I was doing. I said, laying down. She said she finally got to eat something today. And I asked her what she ate. And she said half a cheeseburger, a couple fries, and some fruit. And I remember being like, cheeseburger at the hospital? Was it good? <laughs> and the funny thing is, she said it was much better than the TD. TD is short for Tiger Den. So the Tiger Den is like one of the dining halls on campus. Which is really funny because... Now, like, when I go back to the Tiger Den as an adult adult, like, not a college student, I tear up that food in the Tiger Den, but apparently back then we weren't too much, too fond of it, because she said that hospital burger was better than the Tiger Den, and then I asked, I said, oh, dang, lol, how's your heart rate, and she said, it's going down, it's 116, I said, that's good, she said, it gets worse at night, I asked her if the doctor's or nurses had said anything about her leaving the ICU. And she said that a heart rate had to get below um, 100. Until then, ICU for me. And I told her, that's okay. You're in the right place. You're where you need to be. And she said she wasn't really sad about it. And then I said, good, you shouldn't be. So this whole conversation happened on May 3rd. And I'm guessing this is when, you know, they noticed her heart rate wasn't going down as quickly as they would like to be, as they would like it to be, and there was no communication between us that I was coming to the hospital, but I guess I just showed up at the hospital, because I said, sorry, I left so quickly, it was hard seeing you like that, and I didn't want to cry in front of you, and so I think this is the day where they put her on a vent, and she, she did have like this big mask thing with this long tube connected to her, so that she could breathe better, and it was painful to watch I wouldn't wish like that sight on on like my worst enemies <laughs> not that I have enemies but you guys know what I mean I wouldn't wish that on anybody it was it was terrible to see and I guess like you know like I said I, I apologize I didn't want to cry in front of her and I wanted to stay strong for her but that meant that I couldn't be right there next to her unfortunately that day and she said, I could tell. Mama told me that too. I understand. And then I told her I wouldn't make it the next day, but I would come the day after that. So I would come May 5th. And then she said, again, she told me that you weren't going to be able to make it too. That's okay. I'll talk to you soon. Get some rest. Love you. And then I texted her on May 6th. And this is the day before she passed. I just asked, I was just checking on her. How she, I was asking her how she was feeling. She said they gave me some great meds today, so I'm about to pass out. And then I said, LOL, some great meds, question mark. And then she never responded, so I'm guessing she passed out. And she texted me a little bit later in the day, and she said, when are y'all coming back here? I said, I don't know. And then she asked what we were doing. I told her that we were packing. Also during this time, 
I do remember on Snapchat, this is a story from, or a conversation from Snapchat that I do remember having. And I'm guessing I, I messaged her on Snapchat because I didn't want, like, anybody to go through her text messages and see this. Because sometimes my mom would, like, would take my sister's phone and, like, you know, just contact people and keep them updated when she was asleep and things like that about her, her status and all those things. And so, at some point on May 6th, I was packing and I found a pipe of my sister's. Or, well, no, excuse me. I didn't find the pipe. My mom found the pipe. And she was like, what is this? And I remember lying at the time and saying that it was my best friend Jacob's pipe. And that she was holding it for him so he didn't get caught by his parents. (laughs) Which is also funny because he went to school at at UTK uh, in Knoxville. So, like, we're on two completely different sides of the state like why is she holding this but anyways my mom was a little salty for a while but I remember texting my sister at the time like hey I'm packing right now mama found your pipe I told her it was Jacob's though and I also remember her saying (laughs) I also remember her saying like oh good thanks for covering for me I said it was no big deal I don't think she was that mad um and I said something to the effect of she, I think she's realizing that we're getting older and she can't exactly tell us what to do anymore. In the text message thread, none of that is shown. But I asked her how she was after I told her I was packing. And she was saying they did have to put the big face mask back on her and hook her back up to the vent. And I said, that's okay. You know, if that's what makes you feel better, like that's what we need to do right now to get you better. You know, like, we're going to do that. We're going to continue to be okay with that. And then she said that her cough was sounding a lot better. So during her time in the hospital, she did have a consistent cold of some sort. So she was saying, like, her cough is getting better. She's not having, like, as hard of a time to breathe. Even though her heart rate is low and her oxygen levels are low, like, she feels like she's getting better. Which I feel like was a really good sign. This is around 6 o'clock that night. She said, I wish y'all would get here. I said, are you bored? She said, yeah, I want some company. And I said, oh, daddy left already? We're about to come back. And she said, no, he's still here. He's just been asleep a lot. She texted me again at 620. And I said, you know, mama's slow. We getting food then coming. Ask daddy if he wants something. And then I said, do you still need me to ask daddy? 20 minutes later. (laughs) We were so slow. And then she said, nah, he called back. Or, I'm sorry, Lord have mercy. I said, nah, he called back. And then I said, we're outside. And those are actually the last text messages that I have from my sister. And it's so crazy because she was so excited to see us that night. She was so ready to see us. She was she was bored out of her mind. And she just wanted to see her family. And all I can think about that night was how frustrating it was. So, it did take us a long time to get to the hospital. My mom was taking a real long time that night. I remember when we got to the hospital, it seemed like everyone was arguing. I think I talked about this in another episode. But yeah, I just remember, like, I'm thinking now, like, thinking back, especially after looking at these text messages, I'm kind of seeing a different perspective now. But she was so eager to see us, and she was in such a state that it stressed us all out. She was feeling better the day before she passed, so it was kind of like some hope there. But she was also on a vent that day. She never got her heart rate down. Oxygen levels never 
you know, got to a comfortable state. And she was just so eager to see us. And we came to that hospital that night, all tense, all aggressive, all yelling at each other, all arguing. I remember me and my sister, I mean, I'm sorry, me and my brother didn't stay at the hospital for long that night. And all she wanted was just to be around us. And I remember going back to my apartment that night and some of my friends were at my apartment that night too, which is crazy too. Cause I'm just thinking like, wow, I really did need to be surrounded by love because I did not know my sister was going to pass the next morning, but all that transpired. And I just have like a completely different outlook looking back at those messages. I don't remember our conversation ending like that. Like, I feel like we talked some more, but like I said, I don't have access to everything anymore unfortunately and the thing about memories is that they're they're just that memories sometimes we have tangible evidence of those memories and sometimes we don't I have tried so many times to get access to things I feel like I just have a need to hold on to those memories because we can't always count on our brains to remember everything And that sucks because I feel like I'm running out of pictures and I can no longer log into any of her accounts. I actually one time tried to contact Apple, like support or whatever, to retrieve like all her photos and get access to like her Apple ID because I didn't know the password to that. And they wouldn't grant me access because of like privacy laws and things like that, even though she's no longer here with us. And that was very frustrating, but I think I think the most frustrating part is that I'm so limited to tangible things of hers. And these last messages, like, they're really nice to look at, but I don't think it'll ever be enough. I don't think it'll ever be enough. But it was nice to sit here and kind of, like, look back at memories and recall the good times, recall the bad times, and reflect on like how life was so different that was what seven years ago now six years ago now so crazy one thing about our last messages is that I feel like it was abrupt um I didn't get to tell her you know I love her I didn't get to tell her I forgive her for things that happened in the past that neither of us had control over and that kind of makes me sad I don't really recall the conversations we had in person and so I'm kind of just basing my feelings off of those text messages that we have because like I said our minds can be faulty and I appreciate tangible memories because even when I've lost my mind I will still have those things but that's all I have for this episode of Nia on Purpose thank you all for listening I hope that maybe something I said or or the things that I've done for this episode has inspired someone to kind of do the same or 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 reflect on the memories of you and your lost loved ones thank you for listening I can't wait for you guys to hear more next time again for listening to Nia on Purpose. My goal is always to reach a new individual and encourage the spread of love, hope, compassion, and peace. I hope I succeeded and I hope y'all come back for more. Be sure to support me in any way you see fit and tune in next time. And remember, 
it was always on purpose.